Hello and welcome to the third episode of Online Blog Academy. Today we're going to talk about recycling content because let's be honest, it's not always easy to just, you know, come up with new content or even to find the time to sit down and come up with completely new blog posts. I mean, some of us are working full time, others have kids at home and we just sometimes don't have the headspace to you know get that new content out which is why it's very interesting that you can actually recycle content in this episode i will show you seven effective ways on how you can reuse existing content and what this can mean to you and your blog let's get started question to ask is obviously what is content recycling well in the current climate the mere publishing of content or blog posts is no longer sufficient do you want to be successful with your blog in 2021 and beyond do you want to stand out with your content well then you have to create content that exactly matches the needs of your target group Quality content requires in-depth research and the writing itself, let's be honest, takes a long time. And how about creating beautiful images, Instagram stories and infographics and Pinterest pins that support your story? Well, it's not unheard of to spend between 12 to 18 hours on one piece of high quality in that content. But what do you do if you don't have the time or, or even the inspiration to keep creating new content well recycling valuable content offers a solution your blog just like mine probably contains countless of forgotten pearls and treasures and blog posts we might have written four years ago we don't think are very good but i mean we've laid the groundwork right it's a shame not to do anything with that content, especially since you took your time to create those blog posts. And by recycling content, you open new doors and breathe new life into old content to make it relevant, informative, and in the long term, in the long run, even a money earner. Okay, so what are the advantages of recycling content, of recycling blog posts? Well, Content recycling does actually not mean that you're just gonna take an old piece, any old piece, and use it over and over again ad nauseum. It's, it's actually more about updating and changing and making it attractive to a new audience. And there are a number of advantages to doing so. One of the biggest advantages of content recycling is that you reach a new audience. So for instance, I started converting my blog posts into videos for YouTube and I was really skeptical at the beginning because you know why would you watch a YouTube video about the 10 best uh, things to do in I don't know like Denver but actually some of my videos have like a thousand views which is more than I have on my travel vlog and I've only like put six or seven videos up um, so I'm, I'm really impressed by how it's going and I know that the people who are watching my video are not reading my blog. So I'm also not publishing them under the name of my blog, but I can use the affiliate links that are 
attached to my blog under the YouTube video. So I'm actually earning money by recycling the content that is put on my blog for YouTube. I'm not saying that you have to make a YouTube video out of your blog posts, but there are loads of different ways that you can recycle your content and get a different, a completely different audience from what you are used to. You can also gain extra authority by recycling content. Because by creating different types of content around the same topic, you ensure that you will be seen as an expert on that specific topic. For instance, if you publish these types of content in various places, um, think of an infographic that you share on social media or a guest blog that you publish on a prominent blog or website, you will actually generate qualitative backlinks to your websites, which will then provide an SEO boost. Another really good advantage of recycling content is that you actually extend the lifespan of said content. Because if you have infographics and stories and you have blog posts and you have YouTube videos, all these different types of content, you can just serve your audience over time without your content getting stale or without your audience saying, hey, I've already read this, I've already seen this, I've already, you know, liked this, whatever. Additionally, you will also save time because creating good content really does take a lot of time and effort. Um, I sometimes spend 12 hours to sometimes even two days, depending on what kind of piece it is, on researching and writing and even putting the content online. Recycling valuable content actually saves you time because you don't have to start from scratch. You just have to take your blog post or your video and you have to rework it so that it fits within the other format, but that'll take maybe two or three hours, not 12 to 18 hours. Okay, so which content is actually recyclable? How do you determine what content can use an update or, or even a transformation? Well, the first step is to have a look at your archive. Not every blog post gets the same amount of attention from your target audience. By logging into Google Analytics and navigating to behavior, site content, and all pages, you can actually get an overview of your most popular content that generates the most traffic. Okay, so when you're there, you're gonna look for different kinds of content. First of all, you've got the popular content. This is content that is has a lot of quality, is very valuable and already attracts a lot of traffic. This content is content that you can transform into a different content form in order to reach even more people uh, or a bigger audience with your story. On the other hand, less popular content, this might be content that you thought was gonna do really well, that was gonna go viral or attract a lot of people and then all you got was crickets. Well, this content might lack one or two things and you giving this content a new look or just reworking it a bit might increase the chance of that content now receiving the attention it actually deserves. There's also outdated content, content that you might have written like buying guides that just need a little bit of TLC. I remember writing a buying guide on the best cameras for travel and I know it's outdated because there's so many new cameras on the market and I should go back and just change one or two things or add in cameras or add a new information about mirrorless cameras for instance which would make sure that this article is still relevant and can 
perform well and earn me money. Now we know why we want to reuse content and what content to reuse. I am going to give you seven effective ways or seven effective tips on reusing content. First of all, and this is a logical step, is to update outdated content. Chances are that you, just like me, have old blog posts in your archive or on your website. And it could be that these old blog posts are still attracting a lot of traffic, but they just need a bit of an update. It would be a shame if the blog post would contain outdated or even completely wrong information just because a blog post is so old. Just make sure that the content is relevant again by updating the blog post and supplementing it with new developments, statistics and even facts. Do another keyword research and incorporate new relevant search terms in your article. And finally, don't forget to give your updated blog a new publication date. This way the blog is completely up to date and ready to attract even more traffic. I would say that especially the search terms for your article are quite important because because a way that people search on Google changes constantly. There is such a difference between the way people were searching on Google three years ago and people searching now just because of Google Home and searching by voice. The, the, the way we, we use or word our search terms are, is completely different. So please do perform another keyword research whenever you update outdated content. Another thing you might want to do is write a guest blog because by writing guest blogs for leading blogging websites, you actually bring your blog to the attention of a new audience. Uh, it might be that you have recently written an interesting article about a new development or about a hotel you've stayed at or about 10 things to do in Athens. Um, you can actually rewrite that original article into a nice guest post or a nice guest blog and use the information that you have researched for that guest for that blog um, to basically like subtract it and put it into a guest blog. Um, you don't only reach a new audience by doing this, but it can also provide you some backlinks to your web website, which is a win-win because backlinks mean that you get a bit of an SEO boost. Another thing you can do is to create an infographic or create a nice informative pin about your blog post. I actually did this with a post on the 10 best free things to do in Paris, I think it was. And I just made a very nice, beautiful pin with a kind of a bucket list of Paris. And it went, it exploded guys. Like I've created that thing two years ago and it went viral and it's just the gift that keeps on giving because at the height of its you know viralness it gave me 500 repins a day and even now it, it it's a pin that is outperforming every single pin on my pinterest account even though my pinterest is doing really really well it is just outperforming every single piece of content on pinterest and uh yeah it, it's honestly guys it's crazy 
Another thing you can do is take three or four, maybe even five blog posts about the same city or the same neighborhood and mush them together to make a little guide. And then you can have that as a lead magnet on your website. So in other words, people can then download that guide from your website in exchange for their email address. And that way you're not only repurposing and recycling your content, you're also making sure that you are growing your mailing list. Another thing you can do is um, make a video. As I said earlier in this podcast, I have a YouTube channel where I'm repurposing my blog posts into videos. It is not affiliated with, with, with my blog because I wanted to run this as a test in order to, you know, just have a look how it goes without putting, you know, my blog name and my brand on the line. But it's going really well and I can reuse all my affiliate links for the affiliates that, that do include YouTube. So I'm pretty happy with that. Some of my videos are doing really well, others bummed. But still, you know, you're, you're getting content out there. You're, you're getting content that can earn you money and uh, you're getting your content in front of new people, in front of your new audience, in front of new eyes. Making a video is also very interesting if you have a problem with ranking, could be that your blog is quite new. If you make videos, it, it is known that Google sometimes does prefer its own network. So depending on what you're writing about or what you're making a video about, it could be that your YouTube video, although you have a very small account, gets ranked right on the top um of the google search results with other videos or it gets um, put under the video tab which you can access in the search results as well so it could be that for the same article just making a video for, out of it that you attract a lot more visitors organically Another thing you can do is create a podcast. That is basically what I'm doing. I write lengthy, in-depth blog posts about how to blog and how to do SEO, how to manage your content, etc. And I'm now making a podcast out of it. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> it's also a really interesting way to, again, reach new people, talk to new people. I, myself, honestly, I do think that I would rather listen to a podcast than just spend the time reading an article. So there you have it. That's why I'm making a podcast. And last but not least, you can also run a webinar. Now, depending on how you run your blog or website, this might be very interesting for you, as I know that a lot of bloggers, aside from their blog, also host a shop or, or host services on their website. So depending on what you're selling or how you're earning money, you might want to organize a webinar and include some of your best performing content or content that is incredibly valuable to your audience. A webinar is also a really good way to increase your sales, but also to build that mailing list. And as we know, your mailing list is one of the most important and most precious things you have as a blogger. Just like a, another like quick note on content recycling, I would say that it is actually quite important to integrate content recycling into your content marketing strategy. Um, if you want to stand out from the crowd, if you want to reach more people, if you want to make your blog grow in 2021 and beyond, 
you should cast your story or your blog posts into different content forms and, and basically recycled existing content. Uh, try to integrate content recycling into your content strategy and ensure that your content stands out to your target group and in the search engines. Uh, this, this way you actually get the most out of your effort and you save a lot of time. Woohoo! That was a lot of talking for me. I'm so sorry guys, but I do hope that you did get an idea of why content recycling can be interesting and time-saving and can actually earn you a lot of money. Now, the way that I do this is I try to plan in content recycling at least once or twice a week, depending on my own schedule. If you have any questions about content recycling or you have questions about how I do it or uh, you just want to have some help on planning your content recycling into your content marketing plan or your content calendar, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can always ask me your questions at info at onlineblogacademy.com. And um, in the meantime, I would really love it for you to subscribe to my podcast and to share it with this podcast with any friends or any bloggers that you might think this is interesting for. It would also be very helpful if you could leave a review, if the podcast platform from where you're listening allows reviews, please do leave a review because it would make, make me very, very, very happy. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to see you in the next episode. Bye bye.